0: Spazzing Out is brought to you by Take Junk. Take Junk is my junk removal company that I have here in Boston, Massachusetts. Pretty much serves, I guess, uh, if you're from around here, you would know this. 495 over to the coast, uh, northern New Hampshire, and other parts. <coughs> Excuse me, takejunk.com. You can book online or call 844 Take Junk. And it's also brought to you by Anchor, but you'll hear that commercial later. So, I'm recording this from Billy Ashes, which is one of my favorite bars on Revere Beach. Um, I live on the beach. A lot of people give the beach a hard time. I love Billy Ashes. It's um, it's a bar where that you have to have cash. It's a cash only bar. Plain and simple. You come into Billy Ashes, you don't have any cash, you're not getting anything to drink. So this is really going to be my first uh, full length podcast. You know what? And I'm not going to edit it. So hold on. I feel like I'm pinging a little bit, so i got to move my mic. Uh, Let me... hold on. I guess that's as low as it can go. I'm going to move the mic away from me. Maybe that sounds a little bit better. So on this podcast, basically spazzing out is going to be me talking about the topics of the day and giving my little twist on how things or how I see things. Um. You know, as well as street audio and things like that. I don't have any street audio today because this is kind of my first run at it. Um, I'd like to do this, hopefully from bars and stuff like that, uh, all throughout Boston. I thought I would start here in Revere Beach because it was easy for me to walk to. Um, Having a couple of drinks. I'm I'm currently having a Captain and Ginger, so. I thought we'd get into a few stories. (laughs) I love it because I'm stealing a, a, a prep. I probably shouldn't have said I it's a I'm borrowing a prep service. And uh, if some of the people I used to work with hear some of the stories, they're going to know exactly what I'm talking about. So I guess one of the um, uh, one of the stories is this is I absolutely love this is apparently uh, people make plans without any intention of keeping them. Um, Now, that's something I do all the time. That's that's like my. Uh, uh, you ever? You, I guess it goes like this. <clears throat> somebody wants to hang out, or somebody wants to do something, with you, but you can't stand that person, and you just tell them, "Oh yeah, yeah, guy, I'll be there." Yep. Oh yeah, text me later. Uh, no problem. And then it, you dust them. You know, it's uh, 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 actually pretty good. Um, is Larry David, if you watch Curb Your Enthusiasm. Uh, At the beginning of this, this is a spoiler, spoiler alert. So at the beginning of this season, uh, Larry David is trying to avoid having lunch with somebody and he wears the MAGA hat because Larry David is a super liberal and all his friends are super liberal and he had the MAGA hat on and the guy didn't want to have lunch with him, but whatever. I support Trump. So uh, I won't pontificate about Donald Trump because I, you know, I'm sure you people would tune out, but I will say that I 100%, 100% support Donald Trump. I, you can call me MAGA man all day, every day. Anyways, back to the story. So um, here are some of the common excuses people lose. This is what people do. They tell someone, oh, yeah, I'm, I want to hang out. or Oh, yeah, I'm going to be there. I mean, they, listen, this happens with Take Chunk all the time. I do it all the time with Take Chunk. A customer calls... They book, I double book, or maybe I just can't make it. And then you make up some excuse, you text them, but you have to use something <clears throat> that's good enough to get you out of it. So here are some, uh, uh, according to this study or according to this survey, here are the most common examples that people use to get out of hanging out with somebody or to get out of going somewhere or to get out of a job. The first one is something came up with my family. That's, that's a simple one plain and simple. Something came up with my family. I have a personal problem. I can't make it. That'll get you out. The next one is I'm not feeling well. I don't like to use that one, that I'm not feeling well. That's a cop out and that's lame because you know what? I go out sick. Listen, I drink when I'm sick. I work when I'm sick. I don't get sick. So saying that you're sick, it's not going to cut it. But that's another one. And then the next one is uh, something came up at work. Obviously, you can't use that if you're trying to get out of a job. But let's say you, you told your buddies that you were gonna. You know, I told Gavi <coughs> or Laugh <coughs> that I was gonna hang out with them. Well, I just say something came up at work, and then I won't be there. Or well, I'll just be like, oh, I got to report my podcast guy. I'm, I'm not gonna be there. Um, my One of my favorite ones is just I have personal problem. I have a personal problem, plain and simple. So I, I'll call somebody and say, oh, my God, I, I, I can't make it. I have a personal problem. I'll give you an example. A couple of years ago, so I have another business with um, We Buy Ugly Houses, our home investors. I don't even know how to say it uh, because it's a franchise. So I can't really, I don't know what to say because the verbiage is weird. So, I had an appointment with somebody in Merrimack, New Hampshire. Now, what you do is you go out, you take a look at their property. You're evaluating it to to see if it makes sense for your business. And I happen to be at an event with uh, the Greg Hill Foundation, which for those of you that aren't in Boston, Greg Hill is the um, host of the Greg Hill Show on WEI. And I used to work for him on WAAF on his morning show, the Hillman Morning Show. So... I'm at one of the Greg Hill Foundation events, and it was Marathon Monday, and I was supposed to be going to take a look at the house. and I called the lady, I called the lady from the Capitol Grill in Boston, and um, you know I told her that my my fiance Kaylee, who you guys will get to know, uh, broke her leg. So it was like Kaylee's birthday or something, and she went horse oh, riding, but she didn't really break a leg. But it was like, oh, I can use this as an excuse. So I told the lady and then I ended up going to meet with the lady a few weeks later and she's, I'm talking about Kaylee like she's fine. She's like, I thought you're, I thought she broke her leg. And I'm like, oh yeah, 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 she's a fast healer. (laughs) So stupid. But apparently everybody, everyone is lying to you. So if somebody calls you or someone texts you, something came up with the family I'm having a personal problem. I'm not feeling well. A crisis came up at work. They're full of crap. They don't want to hang out with you. They don't want to be with you. They just, they don't want to go. They don't want to tell you the truth. You actually have to confirm that something happened in the family. Like, now, when that happens to me, I actually like to call. And, you know, like, so if someone says, oh, I'm not feeling well, well, I'll call them a little bit later be like, oh, hey, how you doing? Um, you got to follow up with them. So... Let me, um, again, I, I'm not editing this. I'm going straight straight through, so I'm going to have a little sip here. It was pretty good. If you follow me on uh, Instagram, Twitter, or TikTok or Facebook, I sometimes do uh, alcohol reviews. I call it the private stash uh, because I have a mustache, but I don't right now. I have a beard. Um, you can check those out. My uh, Twitter is at SpazWAF. My Instagram is at SpazWAF. And my TikTok is at Anthony Paz. That's Anthony P-A-R-Z. My name's Anthony Paziali, but uh, I'm spaz, which is why the show is called Spazzing Out. Um, another thing to get is that I, I'm a terrible reader. I, I, I can't read well, but I will try uh, to read this to you. Apparently, more apparently, men. Are more likely to bail on plans than women. Men make it to fifty-eight. Uh, men make it to fifty-eight percent of the things they agree to, and women make it to sixty-three percent of the things they agree to. So, that's also going to the news. All right, moving on from that, I guess we could talk about the coronavirus. I guess there was a little bit. You want to know something funny about the coronavirus? Um, I work in trash. Chunk removal, demo, uh, you go into places and there's a lot of dust. So I went to Ace Hardware um, on my way back from the transfer station and they were out of masks. And the reason that they're out of masks is because people are going in to the hardware stores. They're buying these masks and they're selling them on eBay and they're shipping them to China. As well as the company that makes the mask is shorthanded or uh, has short supply because they're selling them over to China and not bringing them there. So I I, I went to Home Depot today as well. None. No masks. You can't get it. They're like gold right now. I had to buy these crappy masks. Uh, I don't even know what they are. I'm sure they don't protect from dust. But uh, thank you to the coronavirus. The mask industry is making millions and millions of dollars off you. And if you can get your hands on one of them, you should sell them. So, um I have a beard. This was one of the the concerns. I I have a beard, and apparently people who have a beard or a mustache or some kind of facial here uh, can't properly cover their face. I'm covering my face right now. Can't properly cover their face. I guess not to get sick, but apparently let's, uh, let me find this. I'm going to click this as we do it. Um, I guess that's not true. So I guess you have to have a, a, a ridiculous beard that would ha- keep it off. But the uh, CDC is saying that you actually don't have to, Covey, if uh, it, it, your beard doesn't matter, you can keep it. Plain and simple. Um, you well, know what's funny is I tweeted out earlier that I was going to be here. I was hoping that some, you know, at least one person would show up so I'd have somebody else to talk with or at least to go back and forth. It's kind of weird talking to yourself and bringing up stories uh, that doesn't that don't really matter to people I don't even know why I'm even talking about I I don't care about the coronavirus I don't I don't think about it um I I I, all day long I'm putting a box on a truck uh, trash on the back of a truck or I'm working so I never ever ever think about news or Tom Brady being you know what's happening with him 99.9% 99.9% of the time, I care about spilt milk, or I care about my daughter uh, needs a diaper change who's five years old and shouldn't even have diapers on anymore. And I don't know why she's wearing diapers, or you know, my son f- flipping out uh, about a video game, or you know, he wants pizza and all he eats is Domino's pizza. So I-, I call it spilt milk. Most of us could, we don't give an F. Oh, wait, I could probably swear. Should I swear on this? Let me try it i don't give a fuck nah i don't know if i like it but anyways I don't, I don't really care about everything that's going on all the time now what i do care about is if i'm if i'm binging on netflix and you come in and you try to stop like this is something that kaylee's really great at i'll be watching netflix and you get to like the last five minutes of the show And you're watching whatever, whatever it is. And then she comes in and she wants to talk about how her day was what she was doing and I'm like, whoa, whoa, there's five minutes left. Please, for the love of God, I don't care if everybody in the neighborhood is dying of the coronavirus. I just want to watch the last five minutes of this show. Please, please, for the love of God. And of course, I put it on pause, and then an hour and a half later, I get to watch the show. Which I wonder if it's a thing. I time time myself to see how long it takes to watch a show. Curb Your Enthusiasm is one of those shows where it's about a half hour or 40 minutes long. And it takes about two hours to watch it. I start watching it. Nariam comes in, I start watching it. Presley comes in, I start watching it. Kaylee comes in, I start watching it. Miss Annie comes in. Miss Annie is Kaylee's mom, who, by the way is going to be moving in and uh, uh, living with us for a little bit. She just sold her house in Gloucester. This ought to be great. My, I, I live in like a 900... Uh, I, I think it's a 700 square foot house, but Kaylee will say it's 900 square feet. One bedroom, one bathroom. Um, I'm surrounded by uh, by women that all have to use the bathroom whenever I have to use the bathroom. For example... I started. I taught myself to start going to the bathroom at like four in the morning, and without feel. If I'm in the bathroom at four in the morning, it's Presley, it's Kaylee, it's Miss Annie. They all have to go to the bathroom at the same time I do. But, anyways, getting on with some of the stuff we're talking about. Um, let me find this. As I'm not very good at. Um, flipping through stories and trying to find... There was another thing about the coronavirus that I wanted to talk about, so we covered the facts. Oh, wait. Um, Apparently, it started as a joke, but I say apparently a lot. I got to stop saying that. Uh, There's a story. So when the coronavirus came out, it it was a joke. You know, there was a a good little joke to tie it in with uh, Corona, the beer. And, you know, people would joke around that it would hurt The the beer seals, well, uh, it has. So there's no joke that now Corona's seals have gone down. Two reasons. One, when people are, there there are morons out there. This is the idiots that live in the world that think it, you know, they they might say, oh, coronavirus, that's got something to do with with the beer when it has absolutely nothing to do with the beer. But that's... You know, it's like if your last name was, like, Sandusky, uh, you know, or I don't know why I said Sandusky, but if you don't know who Jerry Sandusky is, he was a, um, a coach for uh, Penn State that, you know, touched a bunch of kids. So if you have one of those last names. So, you know, we could go on the other side. If your last name was Kennedy and you ran for office, you'd probably get elected because they would assume that you're a Kennedy Kennedy. And, you know, and you could be some poor schlub. That's name just happened to be Ed Kennedy and you'd get elected. Uh, it's the same thing with the coronavirus. People associate the coronavirus with Corona beer, so seals are down, which will probably get associated with Tony Romo, um, but whatever. There was another story um, that would be, let's just, you know what? We're going to go through, uh, uh, what should we talk about? Um, Apple. Oh, that's a good one. So Apple's not letting um, Apple is not letting bad guys use iPhones in the movies um, that's terrible I'm just gonna move on from that you know what like it's my podcast I'll do what I want I'm gonna I'm gonna have a drink and now I'm gonna fucking move on because I didn't do any show prep. I probably should have did show prep, but I decided to just come down to Bill Ashes and just start recording and see what I got and I'm going to put it right out there so you guys can get it. All right, we're going to take a quick little break so you guys can hear this amazing ad from Anchor which I pre-recorded and because I can't read, it sounds like crap, but I hope you enjoy it and then we'll be right back. Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. I'm sure Anchor really appreciates, <laughs> I'm sure they really appreciate the read um, or lack thereof. So I guess we'll try to do a few more stories and then I'll uh, call it as this is really my first attempt at podcasting. Um, hopefully I can figure it out, but for now we're just, I'm just going to do what I do and I'll talk about anything that I want to talk about or anything that's, that happens to be here. I guess there's a couple more stories we could go through. We could talk about uh, some people still have their Christmas tree. We could talk about, oh, this is a good one. Uh, 76% of parents think they're better at it than their parents were. So let's let's click on the story and we'll, uh, friends, let's read it together. Here we go. Here's the highlight. sixty seventy-six percent of people with kids think they're better at parenting than their parents. The top old school parenting techniques... Uh, we've rejected our. Oh, here are the. These are the top things that we don't do. So this is what we don't do with our kids. Uh, we don't spank them. Um, restricted bedtime and um, making them eat everything on their plate. Oh, this is great. Bro, my dad, Stan, Stan Pazzioli. He spanked. There was well, you know what? There was no bedtime with my dad, but there were there was spanking. And if you didn't eat it, you wore it. Plain and simple. As a kid. I was a super picky eater. I mean, basically, you're talking mac and cheese, peanut butter and jelly. And, you know, I would have said Cocoa Puffs or something, but my father never bought Cocoa Puffs. He bought, like, chocolate puffs or, you know, candy rings or whatever. It was always from Damoulas. It was Damoulas brand, but my father, forget it. I remember one time it, it was pasta, and the guy dumped it on my head. Or there was one great time where the old man... Everybody's eating burgers and I want to eat it and my father took his burger and says you don't want to eat it and he chummed it at me he's like smacked me in the face and I fell over in the chair I'm, We definitely don't do that. I'm definitely not a good parent. I'm an awful parent. Now you know, you could just ask my kids. Anariam wants pizza and gets pizza. Presley wants something she gets it. I don't care what it I'm I iPhone here you go. iPad yep. Whatever, leave daddy alone. Oh, you want to watch, my daughter likes to watch pony toys on YouTube. Basically, it's other kids. It's the most ridiculous thing. It's other kids. My kids watch other kids doing stuff on YouTube. My son watches other kids playing video games on YouTube. And then my daughter watches other kids playing with ponies. My little pony toys on YouTube. But I'm fine with it as long as they're leaving daddy alone. I want to be left alone. Don't talk to me. Leave me alone. I parent by YouTube all day, as they say, every day. So my dad, and uh, definitely, um, I, I want to read this. My dad, definitely a better parent than I am. Now, my mom on the other end is a little bit iffy Liz. Anytime I say I'm getting my Liz on, that means I'm drinking because Liz Paz was a raging alcoholic. And I say that as if she's not with us anymore. She's still kicking, but she can't drink anymore. I'm drinking. Um, so she doesn't drink anymore except for on Christmas. So Christmas, she'll come over to my house. I'll let her have eggnog. This Christmas, she drank me under the table. Uh, lady can drink. So it's uh, spanking. 60, 46% say it's something they decided not to do. And that's probably what the problem is with this country is that we don't hit our kids anymore. Um, I'm not. <laughs> I guess I should back up. I'm not advocating that you should beat your kids or hit... I don't hit my kids. Um, I have. Uh, the, when Naryam hit me once, I hit him back. Uh, I've never hit my daughter, and I probably never will. And I always tell Nariam that if he ever hits his sister, there's, a, there's an age gap, that if he ever hits his sister, that I'll put him through a wall. Um, people have restricted bedtimes. I, I don't really care. My kids can go to bed whenever the hell they want as long as they leave me alone. Um, I don't make my kids eat everything on the plate. My father would but i don't really care i just make them whatever they want i'm like yeah here you go what do you want oh you want this great eat it someone else make it leave me alone um alone time if they misbehave so if my my kids get the time out if they misbehave and um what does it say making them go to their room now i make the kids go to the room but my kids don't find that to be a punishment. They go to the room and they have everything in it. And I'm not taking away the electronics because I don't want to hear them, bitch. I don't want to deal with it. I want a peaceful life. But probably, uh, the, it's definitely one of the biggest problems we have in this country is that we, our kids aren't ready. I mean, I'm, I'm not saying I'm ready, but I'm a lot tougher um, or I can handle a, a, a difficult situations, right? or you know, people who give me a hard time, I don't go crying and uh, yelling and screaming. A lot of kids nowadays. I mean, think about it. John McCain's father, right? If you don't know this story, John McCain is, it, well, was a prisoner of war, and he's, in, he's like in a prison, and John McCain's father, who's like the general of the army at the time, orders to bomb the, the place that his kid's at for the better of the country. You don't have people like that anymore. No way. You, you have parents that are hovering over their kids. I'm a I'm a total, like, my, my daughter does gymnastics. See you. See you later. I go right up to like Every time my kid starts doing sport, I go right up to the coach and I say, hey, look, as soon as my daughter or son steps into your room, gets on your mat, they're your problem. I'm out. I don't hang around. How long, I, Sir, how long is this going to be? 45 minutes? Great, I'll be back in an hour. I don't watch. I leave. I go do something else. It's their problem. They can deal with my kids. My, my kid wants to uh, cause a problem. The coach can discipline them. Whatever the coach wants to do. Yep. You're the coach. I'm not the coach. I never did gymnastics. I never did karate. I, don't, I can't stand parents that pretend that they know everything about whatever sport their kids are doing when they never did it. I know nothing about it. I don't, I don't care. You want to be good at it? Great. Work your ass off. You don't want to be good at it? Don't work your ass off. Whatever. I don't care. And they can respect that guy more. My son respects his guy from the thing, the dojo dude. Um, What the hell do they call him? The sensei? He's got way more respect for that dude than he does for me. Plain and simple. All right i guy would be like, Nariah, push-ups. Nary's hitting the floor doing push-ups. My daughter, the gymnastics coach, loves him. He'll do whatever he says. She'll walk all over me. Second she gets onto that mat, there's no messing around. The guy doesn't let her mess around. And Presley is an absolute beast. Beast. She's an animal. So I would say that uh, I don't even come close uh, to measuring up to my father. I pff, kidding me? <laughs> my kids are going to – I'll be carrying my kids. My son will be like 35. I'll be carrying them down the street. So I think that's a big problem that we have in this country is that uh, people, that we're not hot enough on our kids. And, we, and, you know, everybody, it's, you know, like my daughter has the, I can't stand the, the participation trophies giving my kids an award just for being there. You know, like I remember when I graduated co- college, my high school. Um, I graduated high school. And I remember coming home. My father didn't even go to my graduation. And I got home, and my dad was like, what? What, I got to congratulate you for something you were supposed to do? Oh, you graduated high school? Hey, everybody, Anthony graduated high school. He didn't give an F. He did not care. He was like, yeah, please. And this is what he said to me. Like, boom, right the second I walked through the door, after you get done with that, he said, all right, this is how it's going to go. If you go to school, you can live here for free. If you join the military, you can live here for free. If you get a job, you're going to pay rent. It's $100 a week. Or you can get the fuck out. It's exactly what he said to me. Hard line, Dude was like, boom. I went to UMass Lowell. But I left too anyways. I, I bounced right out. I was out of there, man. Like, psh, first chance I got to get out of there, I was out. But my kid, I'm going to be like, oh, buddy, you want a new car? Oh, what did your daddy do for you? You want me to wipe your butt? My kids are not prepared. That's too funny. So, I would say I do not measure up to my father. um, And I don't measure up to my mom's drinking. My mom could drink me under the table. But I'm a pretty good drinker because of my mom. So, I guess I can thank her for that. Uh, Let's see if there's any other stories or anything like that that we should talk about uh, before I. Oh, I don't even know what to do to sign off. Like, how do I sign off? Do I have to have a. Maybe you guys could um, send me a message. What my sign-off should be, you know, should I be spazzing out? Spazzes out? Nah, that's lame. I think I should probably just end it and just say, "All right, I'm out of here." I'm at Billy T's, too. For those of you that, no, it's not Billy Tees. That's a Billy Tees is a, a Chinese or Asian or Oriental restaurant on the other side of the city. Uh, this is Bill Ashes, which is right on the beach. It's you know what actually. Um, that show with Kevin Bacon, some of the scenes were shot in this bar, and I can't think of what it's called because it's a really good show. And now I can't think of it. City on a Hill was shot here. Um, let's see. I guess, I, well, you know what? Maybe we'll talk about this. Um, you know what? No, we won't. Let, let's end the podcast. I, I'm probably sure you guys are sick of listening to it, and I need practice. So this, th- there you have it. This is my first full-length podcast. Uh, I plan to do some street audio and stuff like that, that's really where I excel, but I'm trying to practice and get better at just sitting in front of a microphone and talking about the stories of the day, which for the most part, as you can tell, I don't care about the stories of the day because I care about spilt milk, I care about what's going on in my family, I care about what's happening at my house, and I can't be bothered with other issues you know, like I, I can't worry about the coronavirus when I can't put food on the table, guy. I gotta, I'm sitting here like trying to figure out ways to make a buck. And I got to worry about, you know, whether or not where Tom Brady's going, which is something we should probably talk about anyways. Hopefully TB's staying and not going to another team. But realistically, what's going to happen is I, I, everybody goes to Vegas in their retirement. Tom Brady... He's, he's going to be the house act. He's go, he's, Elvis went, Brittany went, Madonna went, J-Lo's there. Now it's time for Tom Brady to go to Vegas, play football for 60, 60 mil for two years, sign some autographs, make some big cash. Everybody goes to Vegas when it's time for them to retire. So maybe that's where Tom will end up. But obviously, I'm a huge Pats fan. And I want Tom Brady to stay. And I think he's the greatest quarterback of all time, hands down. And Bill Belichick is the greatest quarterback. Yeah. (sighs) Whoa, I should probably edit this. Bill Belichick is the greatest coach. But we can get into that another time. All right. There it is. There you have it. That's spazzing out. I hope you enjoyed it. that's even lame, man. They know they hope you enjoyed it. How about this, guy? Thanks for listening. I hope you tune in next time. See you later.